Hi, friends. Welcome to the Edge of Fear podcast, hosted by Liz Basil Lewison at Liz Without a Pillow. Each week, I'll be bringing you some different insights, lessons, and laughs with an end goal of a more empowered and authentically happier human race. Everybody's got a story, and everybody's story is important. Let's do this. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Edge of Fear podcast. Today's episode is called Transformations, and I was kind of thinking for this episode that I would just read off a slew of motivational quotes in regards to transformation, and it's kind of what the episode is going to turn out to be because I couldn't help but fall back onto them when I was writing my notes for this. All right, so transformations is a hard thing to kind of get started on, and when I wrote my first blog about transformations, a couple of months ago, LizWithoutAPillow.com, I (laughs) ended up splitting it up into two parts because I couldn't quite get it concise enough to be in one piece. And each blog post was like a good 10 minute read. It was like so many pages. It was so long. It was really hard to get it down to what I wanted it to. And I realized it was because I was like in the middle of transformation. And so that has kind of been my setback and my apprehension about making this episode because I'm not like currently in a transformation. I feel like I'm working actively towards a lot of things, but I think that the thing about transformation is it kind of happens super quick. And there's definitely different kinds of transformations, but I think we get really caught up in that we need to process this. I'm going through this and I'm processing it. And in reality, when a transformation really hits you, I think it's like, it's a very clear vision of like what you need and what you want and what you're going to be and do, like what state of being you're going to be in. And it's it's just really clear and it doesn't require any processing, but we're very used to dealing with problems by thinking about them and I think that when you see the transformation ahead of you that you need to go through that there's no processing it just kind of starts whether you're ready for it or not and so that's why I kind of hesitate to say that I'm in a transformation right now because I feel like I'm just like actively working at bettering myself and like working through transformations that I've already kind of done and I'm just like working on the maintenance of it and it was it's like almost been holding me back from wanting to talk about it because I'm like well I'm not in a transformation right now like why should people listen to me about this but the reality is that I've gone through so many transformations in the last like year or so and I think that that is why you guys are listening to me if you are listening to me so something that I think is super important when you see that clear vision oh yeah and I also wanted to acknowledge that there is also the slower version of transformation which is to include more of the processing more of like the slow gaining of momentum and the slow small practices and the building of skills and scheduling of daily maintenances and things like that so acknowledgement if you are in that version of transformation there's really no way to do this right and there's no way to do it wrong but so something that I have found that was incredibly incredibly helpful for me at the beginning stages of this transformation um, and the transformation that I'm going to be referring to for the most part throughout this episode is of standing in my self-love and authenticity and self-expression. So those three. (laughs) Um, But that's those are the ones that I started when I got back from the first Euro trip and around the time that I was starting the blog adventure. And 
something that I did to support myself was I started a separate Instagram account. And so I basically stopped using my personal Instagram account and I started to kind of broadcast like, hey, this is the new me. And very much like what I did when I was leaving my last relationship, which was like inform my friends and family that I was going to be leaving and these were the reasons why and this is why I'm doing what I'm doing and I hope that you can support me um, and still love me. Uh, I kind of did the same thing when starting this transformation. And the difference that it made for me was everything that I was before I loved myself, everything that I was before I realized that I wasn't being authentic, I realized I was being inauthentic and not self-expressed and not caring about or loving myself was able to be left in this like old Instagram. And it's like so silly and trivial and it feels so ridiculous that I like needed this, you know, new, I needed this new Instagram account to like be me like it doesn't really make sense but I've realized because I, I still have my old personal Instagram account but what I've realized is that with the new one I was able to completely curate the people that followed me the people that I followed the things that I saw the people that I spoke to the conversations that I was having and so everything that I did going forward from starting this blog in January was surrounded by the transformation that I wanted to stand in and so that was super super important so I definitely like can't recommend enough that you ask people to support you and whether your transformation is in weight loss or loving your body or in digital detox or going back to school or becoming more spiritual or becoming more religious or getting into yoga like literally whatever your transformation is and it could be much more like conceptual than that those are kind of like hardened ones that I see people actively trying to get into meditation and things like that but it's it's a lot easier like everything that we do is easier when we do it as a community so employ those around you to support you so that being said my next point in regards to people supporting you is that there are going to be a lot of people that don't support you there are going to be a lot of people that think it's really funny that all of a sudden you like want to get sober when you've been like a party animal for years and years and years or suddenly you want to get into med meditation but you've been like an asshole to everybody for years and years and years people are gonna laugh at you people are gonna think you're stupid people are gonna think there's no chance for you to change when you get that vision of what the transformation is that you want to make when you want to stand apart from the version of yourself that you have always been it's going to take a lot of work and it's going to take you supporting you more than anything else and there's a million ways to deal with other people but basically you have to be firm in that you are making this change and I think that when it comes to you clearly when this vision is clear for you that this is what you need for your own happiness and well-being then you have to just stand in it and you have to stand firm a lot of the times that standing firm and that creating of the boundary is going to make people annoyed Sometimes people will be jealous. Sometimes people will be angry that you're changing. They want the old you back. But a lot of times that means that maybe they were benefiting from your old way of being. Or maybe you're just shining a light on what they know that they need to change about themselves too. And they don't want to. People don't want to be confronted with that. So 
part of this is about employing those around you to support you. And by doing that in a really authentic and vulnerable way, so saying, you know, I know that I have participated in self-deprecating humor. I know that I have joked around and made fun of you and made fun of myself and laughed when you make fun of me. And this has been part of our relationship, but I'm really working on taming my inner critic. I'm really working on loving myself more. And something that's really important to me during this time is that we don't shit talk each other. And it's really hard if that's been like a part of your sense of humor. But if you see that future for yourself and you know that like you have to go through this period of retraining your brain to talk to yourself more kindly, then it's totally going to be worth it. But you have to see that for yourself and then you have to stand in that future. Um, so in regards to the potential of like scaring people off, a way that I have personally combated this and um the reason that it's so hard or maybe one of the reasons that it's so hard for people that you know to support you and it's like it's always seems a lot easier for people that you like don't really know or love or care that much about that like are able to like cheer you on and say inspirational things to you and say that they've been inspired by you or say that they're motivated by the change that you're making and stuff like that. Sometimes people that you love will do those things, but oftentimes they're strangers. And I think that part of the reason for that is because people that you went to high school with, people that you grew up with, they have this picture of you from whatever, two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, however old you are. And it's really scary to see yourself be something that you weren't then. But like when you look back on it and think about it and actually reflect on it, like are you really that same person that you were two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago? Like you aren't. But the transformations and the growth has been like really gradual. And maybe you are still very much a similar version of that self. And so when you think of like a really serious transformation like sobriety or self-love or authenticity or like giving up on like looking cool, suddenly these transformations seem really huge and it's hard for people to stomach that. Like I said, because it shines a light on the things that they need to change and maybe they don't want to face it. Maybe they're jealous of the changes that you're making, but by not going through with a transformation because of the people that follow you on Instagram or the people that you went to high school or college with or like what are they going to think? Like you're literally letting people that you knew as a teenager dictate your future and the rest of your life and that's just so crazy and humans are just so crazy. And so like I got that and it held me back for however many years. So I totally empathize with you on that and and I get how it's still scary. But so for me, that was like the significance of creating the new Instagram account because suddenly it was like, okay, people from high school, if you want to come on over and follow me, be my guest. And if you don't, also be my guest. I'm not asking you to. I'm not going to just be this different version of myself because I know that it's about to be drastic. I'm not going to continue to be that self in the same persona like I know that I'm going to show up completely different and this is in no way a judgment of if you have had a transformation and continued to keep your Instagram account like by all means I, I think that that's the more traditional route um, but anyway a way that I have combated this that has been really effective for me is being able to laugh at myself and I think that that makes it a little bit more relatable because I am a little bit less like stern and less serious in 
my demeanor. And so like I see the humor in it all and I'm able to not take it so seriously because I totally recognize, and this is another really important point, is that not everyone is going to accept me in my journey and where I am in my transformation. And not everyone is going to be able to meet me where I'm at in my transformation and in my journey. And I totally respect that because prior to this transformation, I don't know if I would have understood. And I probably would have laughed at somebody who said that they're working on self-love, you know, like five or six years ago before I realized that I had a major deficit of self-love in my life. And so I think that you know, having grace and having a sense of humor about it and being a little bit light about it. You do have to be really firm. You do have to have really strong boundaries in this and you have to determine what are the things that you're not going to waver on, but you also have to decide, is it worth fighting every single person that stands in my path and that doesn't understand, you know, where I'm at in my transformation? Is it really worth fighting with them or should I just let them go? Like I'm not going to be able to fix everybody. I'm not going to be able to, I'm I'm not going to be able to fix anybody. I'm only able to fix myself and I don't need fixed. I just need, you know, a little tweaking. Um, but I think that just kind of recognizing that it's no one else's responsibility to understand my transformation but it's absolutely my responsibility to demand respect for the transformation so they might not get it and they might not like appreciate it or like it but by golly they'll respect it okay last couple of things um small steps for me, the transformations happened really quickly, and I think for a lot of people it happens that way, but I think that there's also a way to kind of slowly work towards your goal, and so if your goal is being more understanding in your relationship or if your goal, like I said earlier, is like fitness, like take the time to make a plan. Rachel Hollis talks about this in her book, Girl, Stop Apologizing where she talks about how every Saturday or Sunday she makes her plan for the following week, the upcoming week, and she always includes five hours of the dream in her weekly schedule. And so if that means waking up an hour early or two hours early, three days a week or five days a week or staying up a little later once a week or five days a week or whatever, however it works for you and your lifestyle, she puts it in her calendar. And that's really the only way that change is going to happen over a, oh, like over an extended period of time is if you actually plan for it to happen. Because if I just say, you know, I want to drink less or I want to eat healthier or I want to work out this season, but I don't actually make a plan and create steps to do that, then it's not going to happen. I talk about it a little bit in the Lucia episode with the 10-year plan. And I think that maybe this isn't necessary for this episode, but I also just really can't recommend that enough. Like create a 10-year plan, which starts with the one-year, the three-year, the five-year, and the seven-year, and then the 10-year plan. And suddenly, like, your transformation is visible. Like you can see it. It's a tangible thing. Like manifesting shit is so real. So if the transformation that you're talking about is like the the slow game. It's like in the long term and you don't see these like changes happening this year. 
I promise you the changes can happen this year, but you have to set those intentions and you have to live into them. You have to stand in that future that you want to be in that state of being that you want to live in. Otherwise, the changes aren't going to happen. They don't just happen by just thinking about it. They don't just happen just by setting the intention or wishing them like you got to actually work towards it. Um Okay, and then the final thing that I'm going to say on this, and this will definitely have to be another episode, obvi. So <laughs> the motivational quote that I just could not leave out in regards to people who don't support you is just remember that those who matter won't mind and those who mind don't matter. Your transformation is about you and other people might not accept that you're changing. They might want you to stay in your old habits because it benefited them in some way. But you are living this life only for you. You are going to be on your deathbed one day. Not them. They, they're probably not going to be there at your bedside with you saying, I can't believe you had that transformation. I can't believe you got sober. I can't believe you got fit. I can't believe you got spiritual. Whatever the fuck you're afraid of changing into, they're not going to be there with you you're going to be there with you. You're the only one that has to look back on your life and you are either going to look back and have love and joy and positive memories or you're going to look back and you're going to have regrets and sadness. People don't regret the things that they did. They regret the things that they didn't do. So per usual, I'm ending an episode giving myself chills. <laughs> but I love you guys. We are two months in to the Edge of Fear podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'm so fucking grateful for you and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find me on Instagram at Liz Without a Pillow. If you loved what you listened to or know somebody that would, please share it. Screenshot the episode in the podcast app, share it to your Instagram story and tag me. If you'd like to lend your personal support, Take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be so grateful. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. See you then.